Welcome back. It's Garbage Eggs. It's Garbage Eggs. This time it's the month of February. It's, I'm, I am so, I've been looking forward to this one for so long. So, if you didn't like last month's Garbage Eggs, and a few of you really did not. <laughs> it's a lot of big opinions about some cartoons. <laughs> I think I named this podcast quite well a while ago. About oh. the garbage part. Yes. <laughs> because you're... Okay, it's just a rough way of going about things, but mm-hmm. it's just us talking about what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Last month, we talked about anime and teenage shows, and now a plane is interrupting me. It wouldn't be garbage eggs. That's part of the garbage. Oh, right true. <laughs> oh, now I need just low lawnmower man to, to do a little cameo. Show up suddenly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but this is a topic that I hinted at, or... I kind of played around with a little bit. You've alluded to it way back in the... When we started Coffee Break. The very beginning. (laughs) And when I decided I was going to do a special episode each month this year, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I could do the Puck Wedgie. It's finally time. It's happening. This is the Puck Wedgie. Which, what is the Puck Wedgie? What is it? So, they're small creatures that live in the woods, but have been seen outside or nearby, depending on who's telling the story. What I'm insinuating here is... They're like cryptids, right? They are cryptids. Yeah. So, people claim they've caught them on film. Film? Yeah. Like, on their... like I was literally watching a... Uh... Like a film reel film? Or, like, on their phone? On their phone. Okay. Like, this person was in the woods, and they're, like, turning their camera, and they slowed it down. And there's this weird leaf-looking anomaly that's kind of just hanging there. What does... And it moves around. What does the Pukwudgie look like? Okay. Do you have a structure to this? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. We will get to what they actually look like, okay? Nice, nice. I'm just excited. I've been so looking forward to this, guys. You don't even know. (laughs) One of the weird things I found out about them when doing research is they don't only just live in the woods, which is their origin place, right? Mm -hmm. But they'll also be around locations strong with paranormal activity. Okay. Like... Like haunted houses and whatever? Yes, so (laughs) I'll do some here and I'll do some later. It's all over the place. As I was doing research, I was like, I don't know where to plug all this in because there's lots of random information from different people. Okay. And different sources. Okay. Some of those paranormal activity locations is the Lizzie Borden house. That's weird. Lizzie Borden. uh, Had an ex. Gave her father 40 wax. It's... It's really uh, messed up that we made like, like a rhyme out of it. Yeah. Like a well, like a, think like about a Ring jump around rope the Rosies. style rhyme. I don't know. Ring around the Rosie is at least vague with the death. <laughs> I, I don't think so. Once you know, I guess as a kid you wouldn't think about it. You would just think it's about roses, flowers, exactly. plenty. <laughs> and then when I found out what it's really about, it's it's kind of disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Really? You're going to interrupt us? On Garbaging's day? Garbage day. <laughs> Egan. Come here. Come on. Come here. So, okay. So it's things like... Okay. um. Hold on. Lizzie Borden's house is one of those things. She's known for uh, perhaps killing her father and stepmother with an axe. Mm-hmm. 
And the other place is the Moundsville State Penitentiary. Penitentiary? Pen- Penitentiary. That's a prison, right? Yes. Or a uh, horrible way to say you lock up really sick people. Dang. So, okay. Here's something I found interesting. Because I was like, Penitentiary? Well, we watch ghost shows. We sure do. <laughs> what is this one? And it's also known as the West Virginia State Penitentiary. Doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> and I was like, did Zach from Ghost Adventures or Dakota from Destination Fear go there? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't look any deeper into it because I found what's most interesting about it is they decided to build this because their old uh, prison was not working out. Okay. So they started just building wood lodging for... Hey. Hey. If you like this content, please subscribe. You can leave a comment. Like it. We're also on Anchor. We're on Anchor. Both of our podcasts are on Anchor. So if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch YouTube, you can find us there. It also works on Spotify as well. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. (laughs) The officers, and then they started using the mapped out plans for Joliet. Oh! State Penitentiary. I know Joliet. (laughs) And that's a morgue famous paranormal place to be Mm -hmm. and they just modernized it and when you look at it it has that same castle look from the front and pukwudgies hang out around these places yes they're they're known to show up in these places is it just because they're near trees and stuff like i like i feel like it'd be like oh you know butterflies hang out around these specific locations it's like no it's just like flowers just tend to grow all over and inevitably there'll be a place that people have deemed haunted <laughs> you touched on something more than you think you did Ooh. okay i'm, I'm smart <laughs> so the name of Pukwudgie was translated at some point by henry schoolcraft okay what a name what a name schoolcraft that's cool <laughs> he uh he's an american anthropology studies he mostly focused on researching native americans in the 1700s wow not a lot of people were doing that back then the way he translated this name it meant little wild men of the woods that vanish little what that sounds like a gnome or brownie like describing it as little men who vanish you were getting so ahead of yourself oh i'm just like (laughs) i I, i'm just putting all the pieces together mentally Um, I have purposefully not looked anything up about it because I was waiting for this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to mess up this pronunciation, but it's Bagwaji. Okay. Does that also mean the same thing? They are synonymous with each other. Okay. It's a different tribe calling them by the Bagwaji instead of the Pukwaji. Okay. 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 I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you might hear me say Pukwaji. But that's just me being wrong. Just we've been pronouncing it wrong this whole time. Yeah, it's puck wedgie. Puck wedgie. Puck wedgie. That sounds that sounds like a character in Willow. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> that a little like... more creative than Will, though. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> like right up there with Mad Mardigan, you know. <laughs> yeah, and the the bagwedgie means uh, people of the wilderness. So they live out in the forest. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. They are often known to be. Uh, four spirits. Like, like fae? Are they fae creatures? Tricksters? They like, are tricksters. Like fairies? Mmm. Getting mm. closer. Do they, do they live in those cool, pretty trees that have like big gnarled roots and vines growing all over them? You know, weirdly enough about this, this cryptid. No. And 
We don't know where they actually live. It's just generally forest areas. We just know that they hang out in the forest. I'm going to be honest. I feel like a lot of when people say, we know for sure is where like Bigfoot lives. I feel like it's a lot of made up stuff that people have just convinced themselves over time. The, okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about cryptids and we are. The most interesting thing about Sasquatch, and especially here in North America, mm -hmm. is you can find maps because there are hunters, these poachers who actually want to go out and kill this thing. Yeah. Which is insane to me because if they are real, and I do believe that Sasquatch is real, yeah. it would be an elusive creature and there wouldn't be that many left. True. That's why you don't see them walking around in the streets. It's, uh, the, the thing that made me, because I was always pretty skeptical of Sasquatch. Yeah. Um, the thing that made me, like, be like, you know what? Yeah, I think they could be out there. It was Jack Osborne with Jason Mewes <laughs> looking for it in the forest. Real documentary. What a combo. On Discovery Plus. Ozzy Osborne's son and, uh, <laughs> Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> Are hanging out, going cryptid hunting. <laughs> they, they had a series of them. Uh, they went for Bigfoot. They went for the like UFOs. Nice. And they went to Skinwalker Ranch. I've I've gotten to the point where I'm not saying that anymore. I'm not saying the name of it. I've heard that's bad to say the name of it, and I'm not doing that anymore. You know, I'm, I'll call it a Wendigo if I have to. <laughs> you know, what's funny is, uh, yeah, that seems to be the new census. Is people are not willing to say Skinwalker. Yeah. I am. You can, you do you. <laughs> Here's the thing. They are also very much real. I have heard actual people tell me first person accounts mm -hmm. and other people that I don't know. And I read their accounts and they're very similar. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now this is, could either be a Mandela effect or there's something really there. I think I've had weird experiences something. myself. I've heard things. Yep. My sisters and I have heard things, and yep. they were like, eh, it's probably nothing. And I was like, I don't think that was nothing, guys. And the Skinwalker is pretty exclusive to the area that we live in here mm -hmm. in the Southwest. Well, the Wendigo, or Wendigo, mm -hmm. depending on your accent, <laughs> and whether you have an RV or not. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the RVs are named after this beast. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. no. I, I, I guess it was, I figured it was a mountain range. <laughs> but it, again, it's a Native American myth, uh, just like Sasquatch is also Native American. Now, the thing that made me think Sasquatch might be real, and I'm, I'm into it, it was, it was always, well, surely you would find evidence of it. You would find a body somewhere, you mm -hmm. know? And someone said, yeah, okay, how many times do you see a dead bear in the middle of the woods? Because bears are out there. We know for a fact they're I, real. I saw one. How often do you find a dead bear? I saw one. Yeah, when? When I was watching Yellow Jackets, the better <laughs> show. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that's a throwback to episode two so much salt <laughs> but no that was the thing i was like no. dang because i've been in the woods a bunch of times <laughs> and i was like yeah you're right i don't see like i don't even see like dead rats or foxes or things because the forest cleans itself and things come in and gobble that shit up before humanity's ever gonna find it <laughs> here's my theories on sasquatch we're going to take a little tangent because you apparently want to have this conversation instead. <laughs> it's related. It's an umbrella. <laughs> Sasquatch, why are you not finding the the bodies, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, they could be uh, decaying. Other animals will come by and eat them. Mm -hmm. Butterflies, they're carnivorous. Certain animals attempt to bury the dead. Burying the dead. And again, you don't find their lodging. Mm-hmm. 
what are they doing? If they're intelligent enough to identify, it, they're basically animals or uh, primates. Yeah. They're apes at some point, right? Mm-hmm. If you can't find their lodging, where else would they hide? The trees? True. Like orangutans? But where did human humans, early humans hide? Like caves and stuff. Cavemen, yeah. Bad, bad, Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we keep finding extensive works. There are tunnels that run throughout the planet. Yeah, the thing is, it's hard to know. It's like, did a, did a Sasquatch make this? Or did, like, ancient man did, which didn't document it? Well, they found one a few months ago. And there was this nicely burrowed out tunnel. Nice. I thought it was all natural and everything. Then they realized it was a gigantic sloth that actually carved it out during Whoa. the... Yeah. Cool. They're in the, uh, the Ice Age. And if you allow yourself to have fun with these stories mm-hmm. and then you start getting into that, you will actually start finding reasonable explanations. Yeah, at least things that make you go, well, I see how other people could be into it. Sasquatch has a very much possibility because all over the world, people have stories of giant ape like creatures. Yeah. Right? Another one. Nessie or Champ. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, China has the other one. Don't remember its name. Uh, but but like no another, matter where you're at, like a sea beast, large <laughs> bodies of legs mm-hmm. known to have long serpentine creatures. See, the hard part. There's is, also evidence of these things. It's kind of creepy. The the tricky part is when these things start to get more popular. People will make up stories. Yes. Because then they'll go to Discovery Channel and be like, I'll tell you my story. And they're just making things up. Yep. And that's when things get really muddy. Because, like, you don't know what to believe anymore. So if it's something a bit more, not as common, like the Pukwudgie, for example, I'm more willing to believe anything that people have said. Because no one's going to do it for clout at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the puck wedgie. Back to the puck wedgie. I see how I circled it back around. I'm like a master of conversation circles. <laughs> I'm doing... Oh, okay. I'm trying. Okay. Uh, there is a debate with people on how big these things are. Okay. Is it like... So, some describe them as little men, obviously. Like... What? what like a foot tall? Or like three feet tall? What is most common is between two to three feet tall. Okay. Uh, some people describe them having fair skin. Some people describe them having gray skin. Okay. Some people describe them having pig noses. Okay. Some people describe them having dog noses. Okay. Some people describe them having black hair. All right. Or they're completely furry. Hmm. Or they have skin... But they have actual hair, and they're actually blonde. Like human? That's so weird. I'm... Red eyes to blue eyes. So, okay. Some are dressed, while some are naked, while some are covered in fur. Hmm. So, I was thinking... All right. Okay. We were watching Star Trek recently. Okay. And I was thinking about alien species, Mm -hmm. if I wanted to make my own alien species for a story. Yeah, Vulcans better than Klingons. How dare you? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Worf would kick Spock's ass. 
don't even, don't even act like you know no. for a fact he would. He That's can't. not what this is supposed to be. No, and also, no. you're a liar. No, Warp you're, is so much no, better. No, <laughs> shut up and admit no, you're a liar. No, and if we talk about this, Data's better than than Spock too. Anyway, <laughs> Data's just better. But Spock. no, that's not even fair. But but I like look Warp. look your dumb show had to take one of the greatest and most iconic sci-fi characters of all time, mm-hmm. Spock. Yeah. And turn it into two characters because they lacked the ability to write that interesting. Because they were more interesting as two separate concepts. Oh, wow. Yes. More people to bump off of? Yeah. And yeah. then technically they made up three characters because we could also throw in Diana in there. You want, you want to know the truth about Data? What? Have you seen Alien? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember Bishop? I do. Yeah. Rip off. Also. Bishop was there before you. Best character. Bishop. In Alien. <laughs> no, I was thinking about... That's not even true either. You're a liar. Bring in... What do you mean? It's Ripley. It is Ripley. <laughs> I know that's but your I, answer. But I do really like Bishop too. <laughs> and then it's Michael Fassbender. No. Sorry, Michael. Who's also a bishop. Oh, is he? Kind of. And a different one. Another android. He's a pre-bishop. We've gotten so... So what I was saying was, I was thinking about the concept of how would you design an alien species? And I was thinking about like, well, what... What, what, what color would they be? Let's start with a basic color. And I was thinking about humanity. And I was like, humanity is already so varied. From pale skin tones to browns to dark browns. With blonde hair, dark hair, red hair. Different color eyes of all different options. Different hairstyles. All the, like, humanity is so vast. This sounds like it could just be different regional differences of one creature for the Pukwudgie. <laughs> oh my god. What? Yeah, you got it right. <laughs> Obviously, we could draw that logical conclusion. Or, I'm getting there. Let me read the damn script. I'm sorry. Or, I'm trying to get to this. It, and then at the end, we could draw conclusions. Or it could be multiple different things like things that are just similar like cats versus foxes like they look pretty similar look okay the <laughs> punk wedgie has a very unique trait what is it what is its trait can i get back to it yes okay i'm sorry <laughs> okay. i'm having fun i can't help it <laughs> sometimes they wear clothes they don't in one case it wears a helmet i will come back to this they are also <laughs> magical creatures what do you what do you mean by magical they use magic And one of the things they're most well-known for using magic is they vanish on you. They can randomly appear and disappear whenever at will. Is it like camouflage? Like, are they just, like, blending in with them? Well, think about if they're spirits. Or are they teleporting? Which, hmm. We're not bringing the shadow people into this. No, we've gone too far. This is too far. You were the one who brought magic into this equation. (laughs) I did not. What other magic The people long ago did. Is it just disappearing magic, or do they do other things, too? Like, can they levitate stuff? They can transform. Oh, a game changer. (laughs) Well, no wonder they look different all the time. (laughs) So, one of the things that they're often known to be transforming into, especially in modern times, is a porcupine. Really? The next one is a cougar or mountain lion. Oh, that's a bit different (laughs) than a porcupine. Or some reports have described them as multiple beasts at the same time, which you would call a chimera. What? Yes. What? No. Ha! 
Well, magic, bro. Well, you could be a chimera or a cougar. Why would you ever opt for... I guess porcupines are unassuming. Maybe there's different... Maybe, like, one what? sect okay. is L- a let's warrior play this game. lifestyle. Let's play this game right back. Yeah. You're tiny. You're small. People are after you. You're out in the woods. Things are after you. Sas- Sasquatch is real. You got a problem, right? True. Kill a porcupine. Skin him. Wear his quills. I- Sonic future (laughs) (laughs) porcupines are real small though (laughs) they're also small i guess but cougars aren't cougars are rather big (laughs) so you were talking about butterflies yeah and how they're attracted to flowers it could the smell of a punk wedgie this is the weirdest thing it when people smell other cryptids right like most specifically sasquatch Mm -hmm. they describe the most phallus odor yeah they describe it sometimes as a cross between feces and decaying flesh that sounds like a defense mechanism you're right by the way but also would they really bathe not too often well i imagine like if If they're living in caves like a mountain lion's not gonna pounce on you if you smell and taste like shit right (laughs) right that's it that is a defense so what do punk wedgies smell like what do they smell like flowers whenever i'm like out and about and i smell something sweet and pretty Usually I'm like, oh, some lady put on too much perfume. Now I'm going to be like, there's a puck wedgie around here somewhere. <laughs> well, we'll get to where you can find and exclusively find the puck wedgie. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, oh, another thing that they love to transform into is insects. But damn, no wonder no one can find them. You're just going to walk right past that, you know? If it's and... like, if they go like a ladybug. I'm not going to stop and look at the ladybug. What if there's like a swarm of bees nearby? Just become one of the bees. There's a story I read, and I'll get to it later, but I'll talk about the insects. Okay. Because it's kind of, it's interesting. I I did a lot of mythology research in my college years. You know that. I'm telling this to the audience. I do. I'm honestly mega jealous. I wish I could have taken that class. (laughs) Dude, I learned so much. And it, (laughs) I've never stopped researching. I... I had an A++. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to do the extra credit and write my own mythos. I was the same and way I did. when it came to astrology. Astronomy? Planets. Astrology. No. Yes. Astronomy. What's astrology? Uh, like horoscopes. No, it's the study of planets. <sighs> Damn. I don't remember. Astronomy is the study of this. No, that's the planets. Because there's the astronomy building. But are stars planets, but they're not. Astrology. And moons, moons aren't planets, they're satellites. <laughs> but then satellites are just satellites, despite... Yeah, despite we call them satellites, even though moons the, are satellites. Luna is a satellite. No, I, um, I really like the planets. And so I was, like, taking notes one time. We were watching, like, a movie, just like a documentary thing. And the teacher was like, oh, you don't need to take notes on this. This isn't going to be on the test. This is just an extra thing. And I was like... But I want to, because I, I want to be able to go back and re- look at the stuff again later. It's like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I took notes here, uh, mostly to remind myself of some of these fun things, but I love taking notes on things that I actually love and enjoy. It's like, like I, I've worked on this project. It's been about a year, hasn't it? Yeah, but I started writing a week ago. Yeah. But you've had things in your head for a little longer. Yeah, I'll pick up things. And I don't forget them. 
Mm-hmm. Like there, there are things that I remember that I could not find actual evidence for, so they won't show up in here. Okay. But I've heard different witness accounts and everything. Nice. Um, this is just a weird passion of mine. It's just to me, I don't know if the punk wedgies are real. I think I'm just they gonna are. make that clear. I think they are. But I want to believe. To me, I will tackle it as a Native American mm-hmm. mythos. Yes. And I want to do justice. Hell yeah. And have fun with it. Now, okay, back to punk watches. <laughs> where do they live or can you find them? They are very, very exclusive to the Americas. Okay. But only North America. You will not find them in South America. I wonder... You will not find them in Europe. Is it the trees? It's just where they are. I wonder if it's the... So, weather like the Native Americans who came here, mm-hmm. the Lenape, which are from Delaware. Um, there's another tribe that I'll mention at some point, I think, but they also found them and they're in Indiana. Okay, they, they hover around the eastern forest borders of the North American continent. So, it must be. The other, like the trees or something. That yeah, that's just where they live. All the foliage think, and stuff. Think, think of the White Walkers. Yes. My, my people's legend. Yeah, my favorite. I love them. And they caught footage of them, and you can hear them in other documentaries. There is a comic artist I really look up to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah, Sarah Anderson, I believe is her name. She has a, a comic called Cryptid Club, and it's about various cryptids doing goofy fun things. And uh, the, uh, the like, uh, poster child for it is the walkers. Yep. And I was like, that's cool. <laughs> that, that's a totally different story unto itself. That could be a whole, like, own uh, garbage eggs all on its own. <laughs> it could be. Could be. If this goes well, I, I would not mind keep going further down this cryptid Down route. the cryptid path. Woo! <laughs> um, one of the other big places they're known to be in, I mentioned Indiana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Munn State Park and the uh, Freetowns State Forest where there's a bridge called Slap Bridge. Okay. And in this forest park, you drive through it and there's been so many problems with animals and accidents. People hitting animals, Oof. people not hitting animals, Oof. getting into wrecks, getting oh. badly hurt or dying. That's how, like, you should just avoid that area. Like, something doesn't want you there. So, initially, what I was reading from this article was they put up a deer watching sign. Okay. Okay? It's very common. You find it throughout the country. All over the place. Yeah. And that wasn't working. And the stories were getting weird. They were just like, okay. So, they put up special signs with a punk wedgie, right? Yeah. But it's in its porcupine state. Okay, makes sense. And it's called the Punk Wedgie Crossing. It makes sense because that will catch your attention a lot. Because it's like, was that a porcupine I just saw (laughs) on that sign? (laughs) That's not a thing you usually see on a sign. (laughs) It's interesting, but here's the most interesting part. Hmm. Is that article I found was from 2017. Okay. From April 1st. This year? Oh, of 2017? <laughs> what the fuck? I was excited for a second. I was thinking, okay. <laughs> thinking it was this recent. <laughs> do, do you see the date that I have a problem with? 
17? No, April 1st. April Fool's Day. Oh. Here's the craziest part. Hmm. They actually did put up the signs and they left them there. Oh, maybe it wasn't a, a gag. I think April Fool's Day is a really stupid holiday. <laughs> That's a funny one. I think... And it makes sense because they are tricksters. I guess so. Wouldn't it be funny if the Pukwudgies put up the sign? <laughs> uh, yeah. Transform into some construction people. It's like, yeah, they told us to put the sign up. <laughs> uh, okay, so in the in the area of Freetown, also uh, Bridgerton and Roboth. Ro- Rehoboth? Where is this place? They're also in... Indiana? Well, it starts from Indiana. It, it's a triangle. It's called... Triangles are bad shape. The Bridgewater Triangle. That's a bad shape. Anyone if, who knows anything about, like, you know, Bermuda, triangle's a bad exactly. shape. Exactly. <laughs> so if you know about the Bermuda Triangle, it's not the only triangle of this world or this plane that we live in mm-hmm. that also people have drawn other triangles throughout the world. And realized in this specific area, which here in the Bridgewater is 200 square miles. Okay. That's a lot of miles. It is. To be walking around in. Where a lot of this weird stuff happens. They're Mm -hmm. dealing with Sasquatch. They're dealing with other cryptids. Nice. Paranormal activity. It's, It's a discussion for later. Mm -hmm. But basically, if we were to take a step back and accept the idea of ley lines. Sure. Ley lines, which I can really hardly explain other than their latitude and longitude. Yeah. And they come across and say like a, a latitude line could hit like Cairo and some other major city and some other major... And then you're going to have this weird similarity between all of them. The best thing I can figure to describe it as that one episode of Avatar The Last Airbender where Aang learned that the earth is connected in the swamp and he used the vines of a very large tree to see the direction of where they needed to go. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like that, but without the vines necessarily. I mean, there might be something down there for all we know. <laughs> I would use... Uh... Supernatural from the CW. I never watched They talk it. about ley lines a lot. Oh, do they? To explain why supernatural circumstances happen in these spots. All I know is they like to Zach Bagans <laughs> of Ghost Adventures talks about them. Mm, mm. It's a pseudoscience. I don't know if it's real. It's but a, it's some a... believe it has to do with magnetics. Some believe it has to do with geodes, rocks. I think it has something to do with something we can't even comprehend yet at this current state of time of our reality. I think there's more for us to learn. <laughs> now, within the Bridgewater Triangle, the what does that have to do with paranormal activity and the result of Punkwudgie and all these other cryptids showing up? Mm-hmm. goes all the way back to the King Philip War. Oh, I was not expecting this. <laughs> when the early white settlers... The colonists, the, but before the colonists, they, but they were colonists, but they were still coming over. Colloquialism was just beginning. Uh-huh. And a lot of that tension built into this negativity, and now this negativity has bore this spot, mm. this triangle of 
causation. Is that the theory? It's one of them. I would think the theory, the negativity didn't cause it, but I think it would have triggered it. You know, like it wasn't, it didn't start out of as negativity. It was something that was already there, and then like, like a plane of glass, something broke it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it was, we're talking like crazy people on this podcast this time. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep up, people. <laughs> Like I said, they are bizarrely North American, Mm -hmm. which is really interesting because he brought this up. Trolls, goblins, gnomes, and fairies from European tales Mm -hmm. do very much the same things that these guys do. Well, like... And what is it, Norway? They built that highway in modern time. Yeah. And they went all the way around this area because they're still scared of the gnomes. I mean... It was the trolls. That's the a trolls. Whatever. That's, that's a different... <laughs> it's the same thing. It's... Why do they than... stay in this region? Better do be safe than... Okay. So... It's their home. It It's like... Well, first of all, how are they going to travel? I guess they could change into other animals and fly if they needed to. There's no, no reports of them transforming into flying or aerial type creatures. So... I guess it could just be like... You know, like like different Pokemon regions. Yeah, there's there's your uh, Cant- Cantonian Diglett, yep. and then there's your Alolan Diglett. It's essentially the same creature, just growing up in different environments from maybe perhaps one Pangea moment. They were birthed from some missing link creature that evolved over time. Yeah. But with magic. <laughs> when I was looking at modern reports, somebody was describing them as doblins. Doblins? Not what is, goblins. Is that just like a weird way of saying goblins? I didn't get further into it, but I was like, this must be a regional variant of a goblin. That sounds like a dialect of like something. Like how uh, like like British people have different words for... Like, like we call them... Uh, that's true. They do call sandwiches hoagies. <laughs> like, like we, we, we call them diapers and they call them nappies, you know? <laughs> I wish I had a nappy. Naps are... I took a nap recently, yeah. like a few weeks ago. It was amazing. I, I, I gained an extra life. <laughs> I'm going to live longer because of that nap. <laughs> so the interesting thing with the Lenape or mm-hmm. the Delaware people... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're the most well-documented to tell in these stories. Okay. There was a people before them, and they are... The the Punkwaji is known to be the oldest and most original cryptid and monster story told in the North Americas. Wow! Of all of them. Really? Before Sasquatch. You would think it'd before be more the popular. Chupacabra. Wow. Before the Joyzy Devil. Good Joyzy Devil. That's a fun one. Chupi's fun. Too. Uh Mothman. Mothman, yeah. Oh, what else we got running around out here? Uh the Grays. Over there. Champ. Uh uh the White Walkers. White Walkers. Not to be yeah. confused with Game of Thrones. Don't yeah, you're gonna type it's, that it's, in. It's, 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 <laughs> the sometimes they call the Night Walkers also. Yep, Night Walkers. Um the Windigo. Wendigo. Which I'm not going to say there on the name. <laughs> uh, skin. Nope, nope. Bad stuff. Bad things happen. You're not supposed to say it. 
I, I, I'm on TikTok, and the Native American TikTok people say not to say the name, and I'm just gonna do what I'm told to do. <laughs> At one point in my life, I do want to actually go out and interview people about these creatures. Absolutely. I think that'd be... Man, those documentaries are the best ones, without a doubt. Cryptid documentaries are 10 out of 10, except for the Sasquatch, Sasquatch documentaries. They are always the worst documentaries because that's where you find the most crazy people looking to get money from Discovery Channel. Again, my here's my biggest problem. If this isn't a real, if this is a real tangible thing, mm-hmm. right? This is a nearly extinct creature. Mm-hmm. I understand bringing a gun to the fight, but it shouldn't be a fight to begin with. Yeah, you should be there as. As a zoologist, your job isn't to kill the crocodile. You're supposed to watch it. It's like when you watch, like, Planet Earth or whatever, those other really big, very intricate documentaries that take, like, five years to film. Yeah. And it's just, you can't stop it from dying. When the when the predator comes and fucking mauls that bird you were here to film, you can't interrupt it. You just have to film it because... That's what you're here to see, is how it works. <laughs> I, I've talked about this before on podcasts, and, but I remember being a little kid and watching Animal Planet, and the sea turtle laid her eggs, oh. and then the eggs hatched. And these cute little guys, they don't have legs, they have these cute flippers. Oh, and they it's don't like, know which direction to go, and they hope they're going to the ocean. This is like every child's first like nightmare. And... <laughs> The seagulls come down and they flip them over and they're exposed and then they just peck into their stomachs and start eating out their guts. Yeah. And only a few survive. And I remember I looked at my parents and I was like, why didn't they do anything? Because I'm, I'm actually upset. Mm-hmm. I'm still upset. Yeah. And they're like, that's your job as a documentarian. You can't step in. You can't intervene with what's happening. Otherwise, you ruin the purpose of you being a documentarian. Yeah, that's the, that's the hard part. That's the hard part, you know? There was, speaking of sea turtles, did you ever hear about the one that had, like, a weird exposed part in its shell? It was from, like, an aquarium. One of their sea turtles had eggs, and one of them, for some reason, had this, like, very thin exposed part of its shell that exposed basically its heart and, I think, a part of its lung or something. Yeah, what happened? It lived! They took, like, really, really delicate care of it. They, Mm -hmm. like separated did a bunch of stuff for it i think they figured out a way to like put on some sort of protective coating to it when it got older but yeah it lived it lived a it's i think it's still alive i don't remember how long ago this was but yeah i was like humanity every time i see moments of humanity saving the day like uh you know all this cat's babies one of them has uh fucked up eyes humanity as it comes take the baby mom's upset Save the cat's eyes, return the baby, baby lives and sees, and mom is happy, humanity saves the day. Like, <clears throat> Yeah, we could be the destructors. <laughs> but when we're the heroes. <laughs> or we could be the heroes for oh. just for one day. If we caught, yeah, <laughs> if we like, this, like caught a puck wedgie, for example, I don't even know what we would do with it. Quite frankly, I don't know if we could hold on to it. If it could transform into, like, a bee, and then you're like, what happened? And they open the door to look, and it just floats out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck! Oh, man, there it goes! (laughs) Um, So, the the interesting part is that the punk wedgie had lived... 
they're tribal. Makes sense. I didn't point this out quite yet. Uh, I probably should have. <laughs> there is a story from the Lenape about it. Okay, we're building up to this. They are um, tribal. They're small. They have weird gray skin. And they lived here on the continent long before humans got here. Okay. Okay. Now, once the humans got here, there's different different iterations of this story. Okay. The punk wedgie actually liked humans mm. and would help them out. Perhaps. Like... Or, right off the bat, they hated each other. Mm. But the story I want to tell is actually the one where they kind of... Like the humans a little bit. I could see it as a symbiotic relationship, you know? But they're mischievous characters. That's always... You know, they, they, they call fey critters mischievous often. And I don't think they're mischievous by nature, you know? I don't think they, they thrive off of causing misfortune upon others. I think it's a defense tactic so they don't get hurt and killed, you know? Yeah necessarily well that would be <laughs> natural right mm -hmm. just if, like the stink on a sasquatch you got to be a little a little bit of a liar trickster every now and then <laughs> yeah. okay here we go yeah this this story i read from a book it's called the good giant ma shop okay. and the bad punk wedgies what is it okay when did this book come out who's I already shot. forgot that. I didn't write it down. I'll put it in the the, the notes. I have a lot of people to to uh, cite uh -huh. and credit for this. Tell me the story. This story is about the Wampanago. Wampanago. Or Wampanog. Wampanog. My bad. What is that? They, they are a Native American tribe that the lived on the eastern border of the United States. So, like... Delaware, uh -huh. but they're before the Lenape. All right. Okay. And they describe... It comes from a book. That's just a short story that they pulled out of it. Okay. It comes from a book called The, the Narrow Land, where they describe at the beginning this narrow land... It's mythology, okay? Mm -hmm. This narrow land as if it was running away from the rest of the continent. This is Cape Cod. Oh, I was going to be like, Florida? <laughs> I know, I thought Florida too. And I was like, what? And then at the end, they explained it. And I was like, oh. That, that's actually smart. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. And that makes way more sense. Okay. So the story goes, the Wampanoag. Mm -hmm. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, don't crucify me for this. <laughs> We're doing our best. We can barely speak English. <laughs> True, if you've been listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the there was a beloved giant, Mashamp. Okay, so what do you mean by giant? Like a very tall person, or like a like a giant? <laughs> a giant. How big was the giant? So he was so big, he loved smoking his pipe, and he would often go to the beach, and sit there on the beach and smoke his pipe. And he was so tall, the people could not actually see his face because he was covered in smoke. And he would create the fog from the ocean. Oh. And so, in order to get his attention at some point, they wiggle on his toes. 
Oh, like mountainous big. That's the like, way I interpreted that. Like, He's a mountain. Like giant. <laughs> his name is Moshomp. Nice. Okay. He has his wife. He has a wife? And he has five sons. Oh, are they also giants? Yep. They're all giants. He's my new favorite characters. <laughs> no, he, he's a very kind and loving giant. He doesn't cause destruction unless he has to. Okay. Which he doesn't. He likes to go sit on the beach smoke. and smoke his pipe. Nice. Nice. That, that's his whole gig. Okay? Cool. <laughs> well, the punk wedgies got a little annoying to the humans. Mm. One of the things that the punk wedgies loved doing was becoming insects. Mm. So if they would be out there in the fields, they'd become mosquitoes and bother them, run them away. Uh, or at night, they'd become fireflies and the boys would go out with the fireflies and then they would lead the boys into a swamp so they could drown. Oh, well, that's more, that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> and then it would play noises and stuff. And one of their I favorite... I was picturing them becoming like grasshoppers and just eating their vegetation. <laughs> no, one of their favorite weapons is the bow and arrow. The Pukwudgie? Yeah. So their bows would be made of oak, and their arrows would be finger long. So small. So Because they're tiny. Makes sense. Like right? little needles. And one of the things they like to do is shoot their arrows up in the sky. Mmm. Okay. You know this who is... lives up there? A couple of giants. <laughs> I swear to fucking God, if you keep reading further into this shit... <laughs> I don't know if we can keep going. I'm just so, I'm just so excited. I'm just so annoyed that you keep doing this. I'm just. Because for me, I would just go on the roller coaster. Uh, just go on the roller coaster, I'm bro. I'm on the roller coaster. You're not on the roller coaster. You're trying to solve the damn thing. I can't Like Scooby-Doo. I like solving puzzles. Just, just, just let it happen. It's going to be fun, okay? Trust keep, me. It's fun. Keep going. It's, it's fucking fun. You tell me. It's fun eggs. <laughs> Fun eggs. <laughs> Anyways, it was annoying the humans, and they found out they really like Moshop. And they're like, hey, uh, they're kind of causing problems. They're ripping out the crops. They're leading our boys astray. They're killing our children. <laughs> it wasn't that dramatic quite yet. Mm -hmm. And Moshop was like, fine, whatever. So he gets up. And he goes over to them, right? Mm-hmm. And he just starts grabbing them by the fistfuls and oh. just chucking them down the peninsula, oh. the narrow land. Oh, oh, dang. But one of the things he liked to do is grab a handful of them, shake them up, and uh -huh. then throw them. And... Uh, apparently, not many of them died, or any of them died. They would just land on the ground, mm -hmm. and they'd be dizzy. And he was like, ah, they'll mess with you later. And the humans were like, thank you. So he relocated them, effectively. They would their ways back. <laughs> and Machamp, in this story, went back to smoking on the beach. Mm -hmm. Then his wife shows up, and she's like, you have chores to do. Go do them. Wow. And he's like, I don't want to do my chores. So <laughs> what kind of chores he's like, let me go get my pipe. Mm. Finds out it's missing. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wifey has it. 
Oh. She's like, yeah. She doubles down. Dang. She goes, you're doing the chores. You're going to mow the goddamn lawn. <laughs> so, <laughs> plucking weeds was his biggest problem. Really? Was that like a whole tree? That, 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 that was actually his second most biggest problem. She told him what not. What? Chores of what not. Of what? And he was like, I dread the what not. <laughs> <laughs> what a relatable character. <laughs> so he's plucking the weeds and he finds strawberries. Ooh. And he's like, I love it when she makes me strawberry bread. So he picks her strawberries and gives them to her. Does his chores and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then sits back on the shore. And then he hears this sound. And the sound comes from another character who's not really too involved with the story. Other than she actually distracts him from doing his real job. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's called the Bad Woman. She has a different name in Native, right? Okay. She is, she's basically a mermaid. Oh! She's Long a... green hair, can sing like a siren. Ooh. She brings storms. Does she live in the water? Is she like a land mermaid? Land maid? Uh, she can... Terra maid? She can come up out of it. Uh-huh. At one point when he's sitting there on the shore, he takes off his moccasins and he's got sand in them. And he throws the sand out and he creates, uh, oh my God, it's like Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket are the the islands he created with the sand in his shoes. That'd be cool. That'd be dope. I'm made out of giant sand. (laughs) And he was like, these are respectful islands. And once he meets the bad woman, she's like, why don't you just come for a swim with me? And he's like, I don't swim. I'm too big. And she's like, come on. So she's creating all these storms and he goes in to swim with her, right? Mm -hmm. And she shows him this underwater kingdom and all these things and he's having fun and he comes back and believe it or not, she's actually just this weird side character. The only thing she did was distract him. Mm -hmm. Did she just want attention? Just want some company? I don't know much about the character. Mm. But he went off on this adventure and came back. His five sons show up. And they're like, hey, we need you. And he's like, for what? And they're like, the puck wedgies. They came back. I was like, what are they doing? And they describe that the puck wedgies are burning down the Native Americans' houses. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. They're luring, which is a very common thing for them to do in mythos and in apparently common times. Luring people to the edge and pushing them off. And they kidnap children. No! For their own gains. No! What do you do with a child? Eat them? What do you do with a child once you kidnap them? It was not described in the story. Oh! Oh, God! So he looks at his sons and he goes, why didn't you take care of it? Why does it have to always be me? It was five of you, fuckers. (laughs) Can't I just swim with my new friend? Well, first of all, he was like, why didn't you just come get me? And they're like, well, the storm stopped us from getting you. Well, and he was like, okay, then why don't you take care of it yourself? And they're like, because we need you. And he's like, of course, I'm your father and I have to take care of all your problems. And I'm sick of this. I have to do everything. White Lotus effect, right? How old is his sons? I imagine. These are not, it's a myth. Quintuplets or descending in age. (laughs) It's a myth. 
These things are important for my mental scape. <laughs> well, build it as you want. I'm going to pretend they're quintuplets. But this is how the story goes, okay? <laughs> I'm going to pretend they're on the younger side, quintuplets. Like ten. <laughs> In giant years. <laughs> he smells sweet bread. And he realizes it's his wife's strawberry bread. Dope. And he's like, oh, she made bread. Let's go get food. And they go, we can't do that. And he goes, why not? And they go, because... The punk wedgies stole it from your, from our mom. Oh, dip. And he's pissed. Like I was already upset with the ch stolen children and murders. So, but my snackies. <laughs> so the five boys and him go looking. Mm -hmm. But he splits off from the five boys. He goes off on his own. Right? And the five boys go looking together. Mm-hmm. They start to smell it closer, and they get closer to it, and they do not realize they came across a cornfield okay. that the punk wedgies were luring them into. And as the giant boys were looking through the, what do you call it, the fields of corn. Like the maze? The maze, right? Mm -hmm. They took magic dust and blinded them. No. The oldest son, who's the leader... Is freaking out along with the boys. And he goes, open your eyes and look at the sun. Can you see it? And they're all like, we cannot see it. As they're gazing up upon the sun, trying to see it, the punk wedgies use poisonous arrows, which is one of their biggest things they love to use. No! And aim it at their hearts and kill all five of his sons. No! In one fell swoop. No! As the five sons come down, it's like the roaring of thunder and it trembles throughout the land damn over in the coast that's so Mashamp hears this back at his house his wife hears this they go running to the sound and they find their five sons laying there dead in the fields damn and all the punk wedgies laughing woof woof no he was already mad because you stole his snack. You stole his little Debbie treat. Now you killed his children. You're done for. <laughs> so an act of John Wick revenge. <laughs> <laughs> the father and the mother start stomping on them. Nice. Indenting nice. them into the earth. Hell yeah. Those that were running away from them, they captured with their hands. And squeezed them so hard their eyeballs popped out of their skulls. Ew. <laughs> Very few got away. And those are the ones that live today. Hmm. Well, fucked up, guys. I <laughs> shouldn't have done that. <laughs> they buried their sons. And there's five islands off the Cape of Cod. Oh, yeah? Next to Namtucket in Martha's Vineyard. And that is their burial site. Wow. And he sits there every night and blows his smoke in hopes that his sons will re-arise and leave. Wow. And no one will be the wiser. That's crazy. That's not actually where that story ends. What? It's, <laughs> it's not as crazy, but eventually the Native American people realized, hey, Moshamp and his wife went through a horrible thing. Mm -hmm. They lost their sons. We won't call upon them again, but we'll respect them. And magic about the Pukwudgies is real. Mm -hmm. Eventually, the white settlers come. And the white settlers don't understand why mosquitoes ruin their parties. 
mm. or why the lights go out or things go missing. Mm. And it's because the white man doesn't know that there is real magic. Makes sense. And that is the end of the good giant ma shop and the bad pulp wedgies. 10 out of 10 story. Wow. That was a fun one, isn't it? That was bananas. Oh my god. That was... Ugh. One day, their sons will rise again. I expected them to become like the Andes or something. Like a like a mountain range, you know? No, there's just uh, five islands that just sit there. Damn. Sad. It, it's mm-hmm. kind of a, a cool little thing. Uh, I love that... So, in other stories, apparently, Machamp and his sons all die. Mm. What does Machamp become? Just his... A never-ending smoke pipe becoming the fog on the... On yeah, the he, he really is just a mythical character. Mm-hmm. Right. It's interesting when you take myth... You, you do this with any culture and take myth and try and equivalent it to what really is happening. Yeah. Which... And, these are the type of myths I love, most of all. The ones that are like, why does the cheetah run fast? You know? And it's like, oh, here's our here's our story. Here's our the the thing we clearly we made up a cute story. Maybe it's not made up. Who knows? But it's a cute little story to explain something. Like um, Gilgamesh. Yes. He chopped up like a lizard, and that became a snake, and that's why we have snakes now, or that's something. N- that's not even close to what the truth is. There was a reason. No, it was he killed I... a snake, and then that was why snakes shed their skin. No. It ate no. the flower of, like, rebirth, and that's why snakes shed their skin. There was something with can, a snake, I remember. Can, can I just tell the story? <laughs> yeah, go Really for it. quickly? Yes. <laughs> I, I don't want to do an episode of Gilgamesh. Um, he's a phenomenal character. You gotta go read that one. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, but uh, basically what happened was he had a adversary foe who became, like, a brother to him. And his adversary got sickened because he was created by an alien... And she was really madly in love with Gilgamesh, and he didn't like her at uh, all. I mean, uh, and so she created this adversary to beat him, his nemesis. Mm-hmm. And they found out they're actually best friends. And so she was like, "I'll give him life inflicting pain, which is basically cancer, right?" Oh shit! <laughs> and now, as the king of Babylon, he's like, "Well, I need to go save you." And finds out about this ever-growing rose at the bottom of this lake. So he goes on this journey. Whole-ass quest. <laughs> to go find this thing. And he meets Noah of biblical stories. Like, of the, like, the yeah. ark? Yeah, <laughs> Noah. Noah. <laughs> with his wife, still alive after 2,000 years, maybe 3,000 years. They did live for a very they, long time. They live on this special lake. And he finally meets him. And Noah's like, oh yeah, if you want that everlasting flower, it's at the bottom of this lake. But you have to hold your breath all the way down there. And he's like, I am a man. I can do anything. I'm a god. Sure. (laughs) And he gets the flower and he comes back out. And Noah's like, okay, well, you did it. You succeeded. Go on. Gilgamesh, on his journey all the way back, was really tired. So he jumped in a hot spring and left the flower behind. A snake came by and devoured the flower. Now, that's the reason why the snakes forever shed their skin, because they're 
constantly immortal. Because they're eternal. Cool. It was the eternal rose. Yes. That's really cool. I love stories like that. I adore them. My sister had one. She came up he with. He didn't save his brother, obviously. And oh, he came back home really defeated. Whatever. <laughs> I get what we mentioned. <laughs> they were all sad back then. Yeah, no. No real good myth ends happy. My sister had one that she came up with uh, fuck, a long even time ago. Christianity, it doesn't end happy. God, no. <laughs> My sister came up with one. It was uh, the cheetah runs fast because it used to always drink tea. But one day, when it was in an argument with the elephant, couldn't find his tea. So flustered, he grabbed coffee instead. And the coffee just wired him up. And he finally was able to run fast. And then he killed the elephant. Whatever. <laughs> My favorite story of the elephant is the one that happened last year. It's a true story of in India, that one woman pissed off that elephant mm -hmm. and it came in and killed her. And then it came in and then it wrecked her funeral. But you got to tell the story. You got to tell the story. It's like, it, it fucks it's such it. a good story. It like destroys so her. It destroys the village. It goes in. It's stomps on her and make sure it's done one woman in particular yeah one so then they hold a funeral procession for the woman and during right? the and during funeral, it the elephant comes back and destroys like, her rips her out of the coffin and fucks her up again that's like what did this woman do <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta think about it and you're like Wow, that got really personal. That was, that was really intense. <laughs> You're like, you want to talk about John Wick. That's John Wick. Um, on the topic of Noah and his Ark, did yeah. you know that a lot of depictions of the Ark <laughs> accidentally have a lot of gay animals? Like, they'll be, like, two lions, but they'll both be clearly male lions with, like, manes and stuff. Mm. So, uh, confirmed. Noah's Ark. Gay pride. <laughs> You did it to yourselves. Dude, like, pay attention. Look at look at it. There's also, uh, with robins, um, only male robins are that shade of red. Cardinals, one of them. Uh, one of those two. Only males are that shade of red. And they always, always are gay. If you look at, like, Hallmark cards and whatever. It's always two gay robins. <laughs> you got two red robins. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Red Robin. Yum. Yum. You can't sue me because you guys suck. Um, <laughs> they do. Um, the, the, your ranch is so watery. I got a problem. So is. It's, it's not good. It's liquid. <laughs> it's not supposed to be that wet. <laughs> do you want Red Robin tonight? We need, maybe. You want to order it out? Well, we'll see. We'll talk about it. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the Pokwaji, they fucked up. Shouldn't have killed the guy's kids. That was fucked up with them. Shouldn't have done that. I love the retaliation. Yeah, a good old uh, revenge story. John Wick giants going <laughs> ape shit on the Pukwudgie was pretty cool. <laughs> it's. I thought that was a really fun story. Mm -hmm. And to learn that at my age, where I'm 30 now. Yeah. It put me back when I was 22 in that class and I was learning about mythology and learning about. Axe or throwaway axe and lodge boy and the thunder dragons oh, yeah. it, or thunderbirds. It, it took me to when I was like, I think it was like eight or nine, and I, my, I always had to stay with my grandma during summer vacation, 
and she would insist on taking us to the library, which was dope. I had a library card. I would I read all the Animorphs books. There was a bunch of like other like Bernstein Bears. They had chapter books, which was cool. But we found one that was like big book of myths, and mm-hmm. we just read this. We kept renting it over and over because just reading it over and over again, just uh, learning all these myths, these cool stories. <laughs> My mom, who I weirdly call Madre. Mm-hmm. She also found a ton of these books because she knew I was really into it. It's just so much fun. <laughs> and she used to, when I was on talking terms with her, she would send me all these articles. And I, I love cryptids. I love learning about Native American myth and mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to figure out, especially, you know, when you're out here where we're at in the Southwest. Yeah. There's been some weird shit, man. Like, you can't deny that it's all around you. There's something. Yeah, you, no matter where you're at, you got a weird disposition to nature. Mm-hmm. Like, like nature's so beautiful and big. Like, it's not hard to believe magic exists when you see the beauty of nature. When you're in the thick of it, oh, man. I used to, I used to have this path on my way to work back when I worked at a Walmart. <laughs> there was this path that I would take early in the morning and it was like this weird worn down like joggers path in the midst of these like there was a river right next to it or at least like a basin that was always flooded like tall tall plants trees forever and it was beautiful and it felt you could just feel it whatever it is call it magic i guess but there's just something about it when you're away from people and it's just nature i I could (laughs) tell you guys where it is it's Sinclair Wash in Flagstaff. Mm-hmm. And do you remember after we dropped off, when we decided we are going to move in together? Mm-hmm. We dropped off the U-Haul. We didn't have a vehicle, so we took the path. Yeah, we walked all the way back to get the last of our crap. <laughs> and we had this weird magical experience. It was crazy. It was like another world. And we had been on the path before. Mm-hmm. It's just a path. Just a regular walking path. Students take it all the time. Yep. You know? All the kids at NAU know exactly what I'm talking about. It was just... But at that exact moment, it was a monsoon. And it stopped raining for a brief moment. And it heated back up. And now the ground itself was actually creating steam. And so there's just this layer of smog, fog, mist... Fog, yeah. It was in, like, at that moment, I was like, I feel like I could see a spirit, a specter, some sort of ghost. I feel like these are the conditions that would lead to something becoming unintentionally tangible. Yeah. For my mere mortal eyes to perceive, you know? (laughs) Do you remember when we were going back to it, we had to run? Yes, I do remember. (laughs) And then as we kept running... We got into this environment, which we were not used to or didn't even know about, Mm -hmm. where the ground is literally steaming. Yeah. But it's cold. It was bananas. It was so crazy and beautiful. Like, go out there. Explore. Just see the world, you know? There's magic out there, guys. (laughs) Now, Uh what if I told you? What? This is not over. What, What more is there? There is a few eyewitness reports that are well-documented and not well-documented. Okay. Okay. I I came across a few that I was like, ah, I don't think that's real. I watched some videos. 
Yeah. Yeah. I never trust videos. You know, they can, like, you know, like Ben Drowned was faked. They could fake anything. <laughs> yeah, I came across the, uh, what, what were those called? Which one? What? Those fake cryptid videos. Uh, with the rake. Crypt, uh, creepy pastas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I came across some of those and I was like, ah, go away. You were fun back in the day. They're, they're fun little, like, like, if you want a good, like, creep yourself out moment. Especially if you want, if you go through all of Marvel Hornets, you know, yep. for Slenderman, you know, grand old time, but we're looking for pure Have facts. Have we realized <laughs> that the, the new one is the Backrooms? Yeah, there's always some other one. The Backrooms is interesting, but I feel like people have ruined it. They tried too hard to add too much. They tried too hard to make it SCP, essentially. Yeah, SCP also just ruined everything. Yes. Like, not everything needs, like, 700 chapters of weird lore, guys. Okay? <laughs> so, I only got a few left, but in Arthur... Oh, God. <laughs> Is the person's name Arthur? <laughs> no. It's, he's an author and a archaeologist named mm -hmm. Paul... St Starsman? Is that his name? Yeah, Starsman. What another cool name! Wrote Schoolcraft a book, and Starsman. <laughs> wrote a book called The Punk Wedgies of Indiana. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, he claims that back in 1927, when he was 10 years old, he came across a little hairy dulled man. Hmm. And that's where we get the helmet and the protruding ears and the blonde hair. Okay. So he... What did this little... What did this creature do? He just examines it and it leaves. Okay. Okay. So as he's writing this book of the Punkwudgies of Indiana, mm -hmm. he interviews other people. And one of them is... Uh, Illinois? Eloise? Eloise? Eloise. Okay. Eloise H. It's an old name. I don't. Not many people have that anymore. E L O I S E. Uh, H. Some, some people with the name Ellie would have would be Eloise as their full name. But I don't. I really think that went out of fashion a long, long while ago. Well, Eloise was a little girl, and she was playing in the playground, mm -hmm. and she was having fun with her dolls, and these little creatures came out and talked to her. But she could not understand what the creatures were saying. The creatures could not understand what she was saying. I imagine they would either speak a native language yep. or just their own language. It would be most likely their own, right? Mm -hmm. And then as she grew up into being an adolescent, she would run away from home and hide in the woods. Mm -hmm. And they would pop out and talk to her. Well, that's, I mean... And this is very common. Those who deal with the punk wedgies, they will actually just pop out mm -hmm. and talk to you or if you aren't familiar with them they will still appear to you and they'll tell you like hey come here they'll it's, mimic no 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 the whistle they'll make clicks beckoning is creepy with cryptids yes beckoning like asking you to follow to come that's bad that's yep. always bad that's mm -mm, no no uh, they're not gonna lead you to something a like lot treasure. of these stories <laughs> have to do with People with dogs. Okay. And the dogs are like, no. Yes. Mm. And that that's an indication. If an animal, like your cat, your dog, 
your cow. Like there's Yeah, if if <laughs> if those are freaking out around you and those that you spend the most time with, mm-hmm. you know that there's a natural problem. They have a better uh relationship with grip with reality with nature with danger they yes. can spot it better yes maybe it's their sense of smell maybe they can smell the blood all over those pukwudgie's hands you know <laughs> maybe um here's some unsighted uh things mm-hmm. one woman claims that she came across a pukwudgie while walking her dog through the woods even though she left it alone and went home and the creature would commonly appear in her window and wake her up at night. It still happens. That would be so annoying. Did she film it? If it still happens, could she film it? If it's Weirdly, of all these older accounts, they don't have anything. It's like they didn't have cameras back then or some shit, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, now that we do have a camera permanently affixed to our hips... Like, I want to see these things. Get better footage, guys. <laughs> the very last one. One man claims he saw a punk wedgie with fur, glowing red eyes, and a nose like a wolf. It ran away from him. And most disturbingly, it released a very disturbing moan. What does it mean by disturbing moan? Like, well, think about it. Like it was turned on or something? <laughs> no, like it was terrorized. That the guy actually saw it. Like, ooh. oh my god, it saw me. Ooh, ooh. Ooh. When was... Ooh. <laughs> These last two accounts, I have no data or information to tell me they're that they're real. Rumors. Gossip. Uh, I went on Reddit. There's very little information there. Again, yeah. And <clears throat> the way people write things out, it's like, well, I've read... Some weird stuff like this, but it's also like sex stories. Yeah. Where you get a little too detailed in this. Uh huh, uh huh. Like every time, like, I remember one time we were just sitting there and we were just reading off this list of like uh, stories of people seeing, what, like Slenderman or something, some weird like, like, crypt, people seeing cryptids. And it's like, okay, going on, going on with a story. And then it's like, here's a weird, like, too specific detail. And then here's another weird, too specific detail. And then here's a really specific detail. It's like, it gets to a point where it's like, I can tell you're making this up. Yes. And I can tell someone sat down and wrote this. They didn't yeah. even live it, you know? <laughs> and one of them was like, my mom leaves at three. I'm a night owl. I was hanging out with the dog on the couch. The dog left. I saw it. It was right there. I saw it clear as day. And it was like, I realized it wasn't me. my dog because it's standing on its hind legs and it has weird wrinkly skin. Which is not a problem with me because Aegon has wrinkly skin. He so does. <laughs> and he would stand on his hind legs if given chance. He could if he wanted to. <laughs> he wouldn't. He, if he could stand up, he would. He can't. I, I think it's interesting that the Native Americans, the Lenape and the other one, um, can't remember right now, they talk about this creature as mm-hmm. if it's real. Mm hmm. And what we should as human beings in with a collegiate mindset or at least a basic understanding. Yes. Is if we can't figure out what's going on, we find the closest way to describe it. Okay? Mm-hmm. I threw around several words earlier. Brownie, fae, 
gnome. Like if you, however you treat those, I think you would treat this the same way. <laughs> yeah. I think that this is simply a cautionary tale. Like you don't think they're real? I don't. I want to. And th trust me, I want to too. Like, but life is more fun if I believe there was giants hanging out with Native American tribes and real mountainous giants was there and these tricky little bastards just uh, tricked people and annoyed them. It, it's more of a fun story. It's more fun if you live your life trying to believe. Like when I walk past a really cool tree and I think to myself, the fairies that live in this tree probably pay more for their rent than the fairies that live in the tree in our front yard, you know? <laughs> we have no tree in the front yard. No, the one on the corner. The one right over there. You know what oh. I'm talking about. <laughs> well, like, I'd prefer to build them a better tree. It just, yes. <laughs> it's just little moments like that that just give me an ounce of serotonin, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, that's it for me with the puck wedgie. I Hooray! did it. Hooray! It's been what a year and a half. Yes, maybe more, give or take. You know. Yep. Uh, if you want more cryptid stuff like me, tell us in the comments. Let us know. <laughs> Actually, I was going to propose a different thing. Ooh, what's your th pr proposition? Me, with excuse me, mm -hmm. because I need to make it very clear. Excuse me. <laughs> If you want the pineapple room, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, sorry, there's a reference to a show you probably never watched. It was a bad show. <laughs> I liked it. What's your proposition? Well, you kind of hurt my feelings there. <laughs> we'll talk I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. Um, so, my New Year's resolution was to make sure that I did a special garbage eggs of whatever the fuck we felt like. Mm -hmm. Okay? Emphasize on fuck. Yeah. Okay? Garbage. <laughs> March is already said. Yes. So is... April. April. May. No, May. May is done. May is for sure. We know what that one's going to be. October. Mm-hmm. And December. Yes. And we have ideas for some of the other months, maybe, floating I, around. I'm, I'm missing a month. And I was reading that article that said it was made out on April Fool's mm -hmm. of 2017. And I was like, oh, shit. I should have made April Cryptids Month because of April Fool's. And I, I bet a lot of people do that, too. Probably. Which would make sense. But I can't give you April because I got something else going on. Mm -hmm. And you guys are going to enjoy it. I do have a month to move around. Yes. There is an open slot. Yes. So, what I'm going to throw out is a poll. Ooh. And I, I want you to get your friends, your family, whoever listens, like, really just kind of throw this out there. Mm-hmm. Because I'm willing to bet you guys enjoyed this episode. This was more organic. Mm-hmm. And this was an old school coffee break yeah and don't worry coffee breaks coming back like we're still doing that yeah well, I don't know. oh no 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 i i figured it out i started tinkering with it you got you got it you got clicked into place you yep. got you understand I, I know what it is nice <laughs> and 
we're coming back to it. But if you guys want another cryptid episode, I'm going to give you a poll. Give you some ample amount of time to figure out what you want. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sasquatch is going to be one of them. Nice. Mothman, maybe? I don't want to do Mothman. Everyone does Mothman. It, well, everybody does everything, right? Well, we'll figure it out. We'll have the poll figure it out. <laughs> but, no, I was thinking more like Champy and, and the, the lake monsters. Nice, nice. Like that's, that's a fun thing. Yeah. What about dragons? Ooh. Ooh. Talking about dragons like they're cryptids? Hell yeah. But are they cryptids? Separating them from the, like, stories that have popularized dragons. Mm-hmm. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and we get, we'll leave it up to you all to vote and, for it. Yeah, of course. I chose the most, like, weirdest and random thing. I don't know. I, what about just Native American myths? Mm-hmm. And we just tackle that for two hours. Like, yeah. what, what of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, voice your opinions. Have fun. Leave suggestions. Also, this is the garbage eggs for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope Ant-Man is doing well. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure it will be. (laughs) Next month. (laughs) Yeah, I can't talk about next month. I've had a great time. Thanks for telling me stories. (laughs) Yeah, was that fun? It was super fun. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. We'll see you all next time for some more garbage eggs. That's garbage eggs, bro. Bye. Bye.